Hi there. I'm Mark Swallow, and I'm glad you are joining me for today's God Is podcast. Let's get started learning who God is. Thank you for joining me today from wherever you are and by however you listen as we meet together coast to coast here in the United States and all the way around the world. Today we continue to learn for the Lord Jesus as he is presented to us in the Gospel according to Luke in chapter 7. Within Luke chapter 7, we find Jesus receiving an immoral woman, most likely a prostitute, a sinner. He receives her, but does Jesus affirm her in her sin? That's the question before us. We are coming to that answer. Before we get to the text, I want you to put your thinking cap on for a moment. You there, driving along in your car, keeping your eyes on the road, and you in your prison cell at the penitentiary, or listening as you ride the bus or sit in your living room, wherever you are, think with me for a moment about two words. The words are receive and accept. Receive and accept. According to the dictionary, which I have here on my desk, The word receive means to greet or welcome a visitor, to be visited by someone. To receive is to greet or welcome a visitor, to be visited by someone. If I receive you into my home, that means I greet you at the door to my house and I welcome you inside. I tell my wife we are being visited by you and we receive you. Now the word accept has a couple of different meanings. Accept, spelled A-C-C-E-P-T. To accept is to consent to receive something or someone offered. In this first definition, to accept is to consent to receive something or someone offered. So I could say that I accept you into my home, meaning I receive you. Or when the woman from FedEx or UPS rings the doorbell and asks for my signature on a package, she is asking if I will agree to accept the package, to receive the package. In this sense, the words receive and accept are synonyms. They are very similar in meaning to one another. But the second definition of the same word accept is different. The dictionary says to accept is also to believe or come to recognize a proposition as valid or correct. I will say that again, hoping that you are still thinking along with me about these two words. To accept is also to believe or come to recognize a proposition as valid or correct. So if you tell me the sky is blue and I accept what you are saying, that means I believe. I have come to recognize your proposition as being true. I accept that you make a valid and correct point. I accept, meaning I agree with you. So to accept can be to receive, or it can be to believe a proposition as being valid and correct. Okay, here is what I hear from the gay and transgender community, and you have probably heard this as well. Quote, Jesus accepts me just the way I am, and Jesus affirms me, and you should too. You Christians claim to follow Jesus, then do as he does, accept me and affirm me. Ah, but hold on. 
What do they mean by the word accepts? If any sinner says to me, Jesus Christ receives me, I agree. Jesus receives sinners. But when any sinner says to me, Jesus Christ accepts me, I have a question. What do you mean by the word accepts? As we have seen in the narrative we are studying in Luke, Jesus definitely receives sinners. The word receive means to greet or welcome a visitor, to be visited by someone. Jesus receives, greets, welcomes, and is willing to be visited by sinners, including all people identifying as LGBTQQIA+. As soon as I read our passage, listen for how Jesus receives the immoral, sinful woman. But Jesus definitely does not accept sinners in the sense that he believes or comes to recognize the proposition that being LGBTQQIA is valid or correct. Jesus does not accept that being gay or transgender is okay by him. And therefore, Jesus does not affirm those persons in their sin. You see the difference? This is why I prefer the word receives over accepts in this context. What does someone mean when they say Jesus accepts sinners? If they mean receives sinners, yes. If they mean approves of the sinner, affirms the sinner, then no. And let's see this in the passage before us. I am reading Luke chapter 7, verses 36 through 50. Now one of the Pharisees was requesting Jesus to dine with him, and Jesus entered the Pharisee's house and reclined at the table. And there was a woman in the city who was a sinner. And when she learned that Jesus was reclining at the table in the Pharisee's house, she brought an alabaster vial of perfume, and standing behind him at his feet, weeping, she began to wet Jesus' feet with her tears, and kept wiping them with the hair of her head, and kissing his feet, and anointing them with the perfume. Now when the Pharisee who had invited Jesus saw this, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would know who and what sort of person this woman is who is touching him, that she is a sinner. And Jesus answered him, Simon, I have something to say to you. And Simon replied, Say it, teacher. A moneylender had two debtors. One owed 500 denarii and the other 50. When they were unable to repay, he graciously forgave them both. So which of them will love him more? Simon answered and said, I suppose the one whom he forgave more. And Jesus said to him, You have judged correctly. Turning toward the woman, Jesus said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet, but she has wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You gave me no kiss, but she, since the time I came in, has not ceased to kiss my feet. 
You did not anoint my head with oil, but she anointed my feet with perfume. For this reason I say to you, her sins, which are many, have been forgiven. For she loved much, but he who is forgiven little loves little. Then Jesus said to her, Your sins have been forgiven. Those who were reclining at the table with the Lord began to say to themselves, Who is this man who even forgives sins? And Jesus said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. That was Luke chapter 7, verses 36 through 50. You heard it read. Jesus received the woman. Jesus welcomed her. Jesus welcomed her to wet his feet with her tears and wash his feet and wipe his feet with her hair. Jesus welcomes her to kiss his feet. Jesus welcomes her to anoint his feet with the perfume. She has really invaded what we might call Christ's personal space, and the Lord does not tell her to stop. He does not reject her. Instead, this immoral woman was well received by him. But she was not accepted in the sense that Jesus affirmed her in her sin. Christ did not affirm her. He forgave her. He transformed her by changing her life. That was why this woman loved Christ so much. She had many sins, and she received much forgiveness for those many sins. And therefore, she loved Jesus much in return. She breaks into the dinner and showers her love on the Lord. She cannot thank him enough for what he has done for her. And notice how in the parable, our Lord links together being graciously forgiven much with loving him much? Listen, in order for Jesus to forgive immoral people our sin, Jesus is acknowledging that we are sinners. And the same is true with people who identify as being gay or transgender and a myriad of other perverse identities. Let me focus on transgender for a moment. According to Jesus, who is God, Transgender is sin. We have already seen in the Bible why it is sin. Jesus welcomes all transgender people to come to him for forgiveness. He welcomes you with the open and loving arms of God. But he does so in order to transform you, to change your life to set you free from the sin that has so enslaved you and kept you out of relationship with the living and righteous God. Jesus receives sinners and then he radically transforms the sinner's life. He forgives sin. He takes away sin. He gives us the Holy Spirit to live in us, to be our source of power so that we can overcome our sins, which are also many. You do not want Jesus to accept and affirm you. You want him to receive and forgive and transform you. Just as he did so with this woman, we do not even know her name. So Christ will do with you. 
I urge you to be like this woman at the dinner in Simon the Pharisee's home. Come unto Jesus, the Son of God. Repent of your sins and believe in the gospel. And you will be saved, redeemed, and radically transformed. More on this next time, because God is. Thank you for listening to this God Is podcast. Drop me an email and tell me what you think. Mark at GodIsMinistry.org That's Mark at GodIsMinistry.org Please do share this with others and be sure and join me for the next one.